This episode of the Red Stick Podcast, sponsored by El Rio Grande Mexican Restaurant. If you're looking for authentic, home-style Mexican food and the best margaritas you'll ever salt your lips with, go see our friend Raul Erdialis and the fun-loving staff at Baton Rouge's oldest Mexican restaurant, El Rio Grande. 8334 Airline Highway, just north of Florida, across from Frank's. I'm not fucking paying another nickel as long as these shitheads have zero accountability and are just going to keep pouring shit into slush funds and giving the fucking Doug Llewellyn's getting a $45,000 lunch tab every goddamn year. Doug fucking, Llewellyn? Uh, no, that's Doug, what I, that's that's what I always call court. him. I know, the fucking... The, uh, that's what I was called when we talked about him. I kept calling him Doug Llewellyn because he's an asshole. The clerk of court. <laughs> oh, the clerk of Doug, Doug Wellborn. Wellborn. Welcome to the Red Stick Podcast. Today's guest is Sonny Weathers of Sonny's Disposition fame. Now here's your host, the Red Stick's comedian-in-chief, Jeremy White. Grande, 8334 Airline Highway, just north of Florida, across from Franks. Welcome back, folks. It's the Rich Dick Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy White. Welcome to episode 230. And I'm here at the El Rio with uh, Sunny Weathers, Sunny looking, Weathers. His, Thank you. looking Thank his chops, uh, getting the queso I and the chips. a handful of jalapenos and I'm dying. Yeah, normally the, he, uh, Sonny is not a fan of the jalapenos because they are not a fan of his, but he is, uh, he's been wolfing them down like a, like a true believer, yeah, man. I just ate like half a bowl of them. Oh, yeah, he did. This is going to be a problem. We're going to see how this uh, this episode progresses as those uh, get into a system and see how they treat Mr. Weathers here. They're already coming out of my nose, so. Yeah. All right. Well, this ought to be fun. Uh, apologies. We uh, Normally, we wouldn't do a duo two weeks in a row. Um, so, uh, we'll see about rescheduling uh, Josh Watts. We were looking forward to having Josh Watts on, but uh, he had more important things that had to come up, more serious matters. So, uh, take care of your stuff, Josh. Hope everything turns out okay. Uh, anyway, we've had an interesting week or f- some, some interesting things happening. I, I know tomorrow a lot of people are really excited to see what happens uh, in Washington. What's that? Uh, well, we're looking at having uh, a discussion of hookers and pissing hookers on the congressional record. And... Um, David Vitter's not even in D.C. anymore. I was going to say, is it, is it, what, what happened with Vitter? Yeah, he's not even there. No, we're talking about Trump and the dossier and um, Comey. James Comey is going to be testifying before Congress, and he released the... Uh, I thought he died. No, I think that's why he released the statement, though. Oh. Just in case something happened. Was, was I looking to the future? Is that what happened? That's probably what happened. That's why I'm thinking he released the statement the day before he testified. He says he did it so that... Uh, the the people on the panel, the the congressmen on the and women on the on the panel can can uh, can can fashion some proper probing questions. What's his name? Vince Comey. Is that- yeah, Vince Comey. And um, just aim the gun high. He's six yeah. foot eight. I, ho- I hope he doesn't go to the park. No, don't go to the park. That's uh, <clears throat> yeah. Hillary belongs in prison. Yeah. They both do. Yeah. Let's let's just be honest. <laughs> So either either one of them you voted for, they were going to end up impeached or in prison, right? Yeah. The others, the other, the other party's just not going to let it go. Yeah. They're both scumbags. They're all scumbags. Speaking of scumbags, and and, and but at least and, at least Hillary sounds decent as a public speaker. I hate her. Yeah. But I'd rather hear her talk than him. Wow, that's really saying something. 
That's really saying something. Speaking of scumbags and dead people, we... Um, I guess it's because if when she's talking, like, I don't have to feel creepy about the party that I support. I oh, can be like, yeah. yeah, that's right, it's those fucks. And then whenever he's talking, I'm like, oh, that's supposed yeah. to be my people. That's supposed to be my oh. people, yeah. Uh, Eric Trump, by the way, um, son of, uh, the alleged son of Donald Trump. I really think he's a failed orphan black project. Jesus. Uh, I really, really, I do. Um, like a, a, a third-generation Nazi experiment just gone awry. And um, that's not polite. I'm sorry, but he said that uh, he said the Democrats aren't people. But well, okay, I'm, so he does have at least one valid point. But I'm sure he thinks corporations are people, like Mitt Romney. People, and the people yeah. who eat people. <laughs> Speaking of scumbags and, and dead people, uh, there was a uh, a high-profile murder that happened. Was it yesterday? I believe so. Is it in Denham Springs where it happened? Was it in Livingston Parish? Yeah, it was in Denham. Okay. And the victim's name is Denham. That's why it was a little confusing yeah. because the last name is Denham. It's like the, the- I, I can understand how you'd be thrown off with Denham and somebody named Denham because it's not a way that it's very common here. Yeah. But it's kind of, did you, by the way, did you catch the name of the, the NSA, NSA leaker who said that uh, the Russians, that she released this uh, document? Was it, was it Casey Denham? Is that, no. Okay, just uh, checking. This, this person released this stuff about the, the, that the Russians may have actually hacked uh, with phishing, uh, email phishing, the company who makes the voting machines. Not necessarily the vote tallies, but just the the company itself that makes the voting machines. Her name, Reality Winner. Middle named Lee. L-E-I-G-H. Somebody named their child. I think that's her given name. Reality Lee Winner. So I literally watch no news anymore because I'm just sick of all this shit. Yeah. But I did see that name on a crawl. Yeah. uh, At the gym. Uh Uh-huh. It was. It was just. I saw the name calling across the bottom of the screen. You thought like, it was like Food Network star, reality winner, well, reality show I, winner. No, I thought it was like some shitty like like The Bachelorette or something. Right. <laughs> that, her middle name should be Show, reality show winner or whore or whore. There's that. Speaking of, uh, let's go back to the uh, to the murder. In- we're bound and determined to talk about this one, aren't you? Well, we talked about it, and we said we're going to talk about it on the air a little you bit. You said we were. I never said anything. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I just know. Okay, it said this guy Christopher Landry, the judge, upped his bail to, to I don't something know ridiculous. Something ridiculous. So that tells me it was not Trudy White. No, it was not Trudy White. Uh, but I'm sure if the guy said he needed to go take care of his mom, she'd have let him go. On, you know. Yeah, well, yeah he definitely get out on bail for he'd that. He'd get out on bail. ROR. And um, so apparently uh, this guy Landry was a client of uh, Ms. Denham. The masseuse. The, the, uh, the masseuse. The, uh, the now deceased masseuse. Professional masseuse. is what I, or Professional. The, uh, no, what's the uh, licensed massage therapist. Licensed is, massage that's, therapist. That's what yeah. I kept seeing in, in the articles in the, uh, in the comment sections. Licensed Massage therapist. Yes. At 5 a.m. The appointment was at 5 a.m. I believe that's what I read. And um, you, you saw some stuff that where she was advertising. On, uh, yeah, I, I think it's since been taken down. Uh, and look, I don't want to speak ill of the dead. I don't know what was going on. I saw she had an ad on Backpage.com. 
What as, was she wearing in these ads? As a sensual masseuse, perhaps some lingerie. I don't know. Hmm. I ain't saying. I'm just saying. Who would a Nuru? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. I'm not passing judgment. I mean, she could have been over there in her professional capacity. Yeah. Not her back page capacity, but I'm pretty sure that was her I saw on backpage.com. Research purposes only. Research purposes only. Exactly. It don't so, make it right. It don't make it right. It does not make it right. And, like, what, what did this asshole think, like, people know she's coming to see you. She's got an appointment book. And then she's like, oh, wh- whatever you do, don't look in that shed next to my house. Yeah. Ah, shit. Yeah. Not really smart. I mean, you saw his picture. Yeah, not a smart guy. Would not have pegged him as a uh, Mensa member. Mm-mm. No. Uh, he, he looks like... he looks like. Well, never mind. <laughs> I was going to make fun of somebody, but I'm not going to do that. You're not going to make fun nah. of... Nah. See, Sonny... Uh, this, well, this, uh, Sonny, uh, Sonny's, Sonny's not... He, will still, he still has the acumen to make people feel, feel really bad. He just doesn't d- derive the enjoyment that he used to. No, no, it's not, it's not even that. No. Uh, I would have still made fun of him, but... There's only like three people that would have gotten it, and I don't even know if any of them listened to this podcast, so it would have been, you know, eh. It's, yeah. it, it's, See, but old Sonny would have taken that, would, would have gone down that road just on the know. off chance. I still like making fun of people. Yeah. Uh, what I've discovered recently is I'm still really good at being like a savage, like just being, when, when you need to motherfuck somebody, Yeah. I'm still your guy. I'm still really good at it. So if somebody does something wrong and you need to call in yeah. a designated motherfucker. Yeah, if, if you if you had a if you have a poor customer service experience. If you need a pinch motherfucker yeah, to motherfucker you, somebody, Sonny's your guy. Call down to the bullpen and get the lefty. Exactly. And let me come on in for you. And I'll take care of it for you. Uh, I'm gonna feel bad about it. Like it's gonna it's gonna my stomach's gonna be in a knot when it's over and I'm just gonna feel kinda nauseous for, for a couple hours. But I'm still the one who's like, oh, no, motherfucker, you taking these sunglasses back. And here's the fuck why you're taking these sunglasses back. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And here's why you're going to pay for the shipping. Yeah. You're paying for the shipping to send this shit back. Oh, 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 you think I'm paying to ship for your fuck up? Oh, no, no, no. Let me, let me motherfuck your supervisor. Yes. You mean speak to my... No, I mean let me motherfuck your supervisor. Because... (laughs) Get that motherfucker on the phone because they're going to fucking hear it too. Yeah. I actually, anytime I have had to, anytime I ever have had to call in and, and with and be that version of me, the first thing I say to whoever answers the phone the first time is, hey, uh, can you just get me your supervisor right now? Yeah. And they're like, sir, can, what, what's your issue? And I go, no, 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 no. I was like, hey, you're just a front line, like, you just get, you know, I don't know what you get paid, but you're probably getting paid by the hour. You ain't getting paid enough of this. And and you you don't want what I'm about to bring. I don't want to, like, I don't want to cuss at you. I don't want to ruin your day. So let's just get me to the next level so I can scream and cuss at them. Yeah. And you know what? They usually appreciate that. See, that's the opposite of what most people do. Most people call up and they curse the frontline person while demanding to speak to the higher mm. ups. You're mm. you're a lot more cordial about no. it, and a lot yeah, more un- unless the frontline person has it coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, if, if the frontline person is the one I'm calling about, yeah. I'm going to give it to them, and then I'm right. going to give it to their boss. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then I'm gonna I'm also going to cuss out the on hold music. 
<laughs> just just because, just general principles. Motherfuck that music. Yeah. Muzak. Oh, oh, Kenny G, let me tell you about this motherfucker. <laughs> More like Kenny B, but bitch. Muzak can go yeah. fuck itself. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like to... It, because, and, and the reason why is, as, as someone who is part of my job as a support role, uh, I'm that one who, like, if somebody... Where I'm at, my position in the totem pole is when somebody wants to call and motherfuck somebody, You're they the get me. Yeah. They get you. Yeah. They, right. they, it comes to me. Right. Because you ain't going to talk to my people like that. You can right. talk to me like that. Yeah. Well, you can talk to me like that for about a minute, and then it's going to be, uh, who the fuck you think you're talking to like that? Because uh, I'm like Beyonce. You must not know about me. You must not know about me. <laughs> so. You can take all that shit yeah. to the left. Yeah. To the left, to the left. All your bitch ass to take it to the left. <laughs> so, uh, very good, very good. Just to follow up on uh, last week's show, I went on for quite a while about the U2 concert and everything. And I've talked to a couple of people about it. And uh, there was one person that I mentioned how Bono waited until the... Uh, Encore Encores to get political. Yes. Because after that... We, he begged. He called. He, he made people beg for at least five minutes before the band came back up. And it was you like, know, okay. You, you know the Republicans in the crowd ain't sticking around for desire. They got to no. get. They got to get back to that Lexus and get yeah, back to the country yeah, they're, club. They're out to beat traffic. So that's that's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, because they they got to beat all the traffic that's caused by all the mass tra- the lack of mass transit. Exactly. That him and him and their Republican buddies Jerry Jones <laughs> have fought against. Exactly. And then they're going to bitch about traffic, just like the Republicans here in Louisiana who love to bitch about traffic while voting against the, ga- yeah. the goddamn gas tax. Oh. It's almost like people want to. They, they're going to vote against the gas tax so they can bitch about traffic. So ah, uh, so I will I will take the opposite stance from you on this oh. one. Uh, you vote against the gas tax because of the horrible mismanagement of money by both Republicans and Democrats in this state. All that money that went into the Comey diversion canal that's not there. That remember, I don't know if you, I don't know if you recall the flood mm-hmm. that a lot of it could have been yeah, prevented yeah. by the Comey diversion canal that we've been paying for for right. years. Well, that, that isn't there, and that money's not there. Uh, and there's no money for that now either. Yeah. Uh, and everything else that they, all that money from the from the lottery. That's that. Hey man, that's schools. Look, that's why we're number one in schools, right? Mm. That's why we are number one in education because of all that money from the lottery that goes right into the schools and nowhere else. It doesn't go in anybody's pockets. Why the fuck would I give you another seventeen cents Bring for every gallon of gas? Why would I pay another five dollars for a tank of gas when I got to fill up every week, twenty dollars a month? Money a year. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was, uh, I'm not fucking paying another nickel as long as these shitheads have zero accountability and are just going to keep pouring shit into slush funds and giving that fucking Doug Llewellyn's getting a forty-five thousand dollar lunch tab every goddamn year. Doug fucking, Llewellyn. Uh, no, that's Doug, what I, that's, that's what I always call court. him. I know the fucking the. Uh, that's what I was called when we talked about him. I kept calling him Doug Llewellyn because he's an asshole. The clerk of court. <laughs> oh, the clerk of Doug, Doug Wellborn. Doug Wellborn. Doug Llewellyn looking motherfucker. Doug, Doug Wellborn, that's all local parish stuff. That's all local money and stuff. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. We don't pay taxes for local shit, too? We do. Part of that gas tax that I'm paying now doesn't go to local. Oh, wait, no, it does. 
Guess what? It starts local. You 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 think you think if Doug Wellborn's getting a fucking forty five thousand dollar lunch bill turned in every year for some bullshit in East Baton Rouge Parish, you don't think a fucking senator for the state or somebody that we send to Washington isn't just gang banging us every fucking day? You you don't think there's not a fucking million multi million dollar slush fund for those fucking assholes? I'm not saying there isn't. You're gonna need more than twenty four seconds for this. <laughs> I'm going to need part one and part two. That's fine. So, so uh, there you go. That's my rant for the that's, week. That's, let let that's, me get off of my soapbox. That's that's fine. I, and I'm almost no, forgetting I'm where I'm fucking fired up now, man. All right. Oh, oh back, so back, back to, to YouTube. YouTube and the politics. Let's, let's so. tone yeah. it down. So, um, <laughs> when you think about YouTube, you know Bono. He's the front man. He was the 1985. He was one of Times 1985 Persons of the Year. He's got the Pope on speed dial. He's, he's, you know, AIDS, you know, working to eliminate AIDS around the world. And he's very vocal and he's very visible and he's all about doing things. And, I mean, and, and what and, famous motherfucker with one name doesn't have some sort of social cause agenda? Exactly. Rihanna, maybe? Isn't she against domestic abuse? Now? Now she is. <laughs> now. <laughs> he hit her so hard he knocked, she knocked, he knocked her other name off. Damn. Damn. Ugh. So, no, Bono is political. So, but he, he at least waited till the encores before he got, you know, very overtly political. Before yeah. then, it was just... It's not a 20-minute soliloquy after, right. the, after the opener. Right. They did the two songs from War, and then they did Joshua Tree, and then it went off stage... Beg fans, beg fans, beg. Some people leave. Yeah, yeah. Lesser fans he leave. Comes out, does his thing, and then comes yeah. out, does his thing on uh, the wall in Syria, and then a salute to women. And, and, I, and, and I don't even have. I don't even have a problem with that. Like normally, I'm against like actors and musicians. Like I don't give a fuck about your political beliefs. But in 2017, if you don't fucking know Bono's gonna do his thing about whatever his. Whatever the Whatever. cause is now, yeah. Well, fuck, man. Then, then you don't need to be at a U two concert. Precisely. You're taking up that seat that somebody who really wanted to be there could have had. Exactly. And that's, I mentioned this to somebody, and they were like, "Oh, I'll, yeah." They would like, they liked U two. They liked the music. Oh, that sounds great. And then I said, "Yeah." And then uh, after the encore, then he started talking about you know a few issues, and she and she was like, "Oh, I'll, no, I don't like that." I, 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 I didn't go. I wouldn't go there. I'm, I didn't go there to listen to him talk about that. I went. I listened. I went there to listen to music. And I'm thinking, bye, motherfucker. So wait, wait, wait a minute. You like U2's music, but you don't like it when they get political. Have you listened to a U2 song before? Yeah. Like, what do you think? Bloody Sunday, blood. Sunday, Sunday bloody, bloody Sunday. Sunday is what do a, you think every song of what, theirs do, is do about? Do you think that song is about some young girl finally be starting to become a woman over the weekend? Oh wait, it's not like, Sunday, damn Sunday. It's no, it's in, Sunday. In blood, bloody, then then yeah, bloody like, mean yeah, damn. It's, a 13, it's about yeah. a thirteen-year-old girl who gets her first period yeah. on the weekend. No, That's I, what it's I, about. I thought bloody was like British for damn. They're like we're bloody fired oh, up. Oh yeah, yeah. We're damn fired up. He was all. She's all pissed. He's all pissed about Sunday. Yeah. God damn it! I wish it was Monday. Yeah. That's what it's about. That's the bangles yeah. right there. And New Year's Day was about New Year's Day. It was about celebrating a new year, right? Yeah, that was it. It that wasn't was it. about. It's a happy song. It wasn't about Northern Ireland or Mm-mm. Belfast or nope. anything like that. Nope. And. No. Streets I have mean, no name. They just couldn't afford the street no. signs because nobody Bull- would approve the gas tax. Bullet the blue sky was about somebody who's so happy he just fired guns into That's the it. air. That's it. Had nothing to do with the uh, <laughs> American involvement in Central America. Yeah. Not I, at all. And like, I, and I, I don't know. I, to, to me, 
I you know I don't want Bono coming on the news and telling me what he thinks about something. I don't want Bono like we interrupt this this week's episode of Modern Family because Bono bought a spot. Okay, but but if I'm at a fucking U2 concert, hey man, go ahead do your thing. That's right. I'm here for the full Bono experience. Full Bono. That's right. I want to see Bono. I want to see Edge do some crazy solo. Yeah. I want to see the you know the drummer guy do a drummery thing and Larry, I think is that the guy that plays the bass. Uh, Andrew, I think. I, I don't, don't know. know. I just throw Bono on the edge. I'm That's sorry. That's all anybody and knows. That's all anybody knows. That's all anybody knows. Yeah. And you know what? The other two guys, hey, awesome musicians. They're fantastic. Yeah. Other guys, phenomenal. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> what their problem is, is they don't have like a cool name. They don't. Bono and the Edge. Yeah. And then Larry. Bon- the drummer's yeah. name is Larry. Larry and Phil. Like <laughs> <laughs> Larry and Daryl. Yeah. This is Larry's, Daryl's, our other roadie, Daryl. Yeah. Like, fucking call yourself, like, Quicksilver or some shit. Something. Quicksilver. Like, I like that. Like, like, put, like, a streak of gray in your hair and call yourself Quicksilver. Because if, if I could be like, who'd you go see this weekend? I fucking hung out with Edge, Bono, and Quicksilver. God damn shit right. Yeah. Shit yeah. Hell yeah. I could get behind that. Yeah. Um, other or at st- least come up with, like, a, at least make it, like, uh, Bono... Edge, Bono the Edge, and U2. Like, they're and U2. Like, yeah. Sting and the police. Yeah. Like, it doesn't It doesn't matter who the police are. We just know it's they're and the police. Yeah. There's that one guy who was kind of that we knew his name in, like, 87, but mm-hmm. nobody remembers him now. But he he got known for a while. Yeah. Maybe. You know, what's his face? What's his face? Yeah, what's his that face? That guy. That guy. He did that thing. That thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, that's from the Comey. People yeah. have already changed their Twitter handle to that thing you know. That thing. Oh, wait, no. I'm not. I'm not fucking. <laughs> um, that thing. Can, can I throw out a little public service announcement? Shit, you can. Uh, Baton Rouge has a lot of great restaurants, and there's always new restaurants opening up. Uh, you have people who are at current restaurants expanding and starting new restaurants. They have a good reputation. They get a lot of publicity. Are, are you going to say there's only one oldest Mexican restaurant in Baton Rouge? Well, there? there is only one oldest okay. Mexican restaurant in Baton Rouge. But there, occasionally you're going to have like a, a re- once or twice a month you're going to have a new place open up that's going to get a lot of publicity mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because the person opening it has a lot of uh, cred in the uh, foodie world. Oh, and, I thought you were going to say Instagram followers. Oh, there's that. Um and so, of course, these people are going to, when they open up a place, it's more than likely going to be kind of a niche place or a little a different take on something just to set themselves apart. For example? Um, let's say a barbecue place. Right, right, right. Okay. There, uh, let's say there's a place that opens up that calls what? itself a barbecue and seafood place. Right. And then the tagline says, not your typical barbecue place. Now, is it because they have a giant wall of whiskey and bourbon? Maybe. I, I don't know. I'm not that familiar with this place. I've seen stuff about it. Because they, they do. Uh, so, uh, so I don't know if I'm going to be on your side on this right away. Oh, I'm no, just, I'm not saying they're good or bad or indifferent. I'm talking about <clears throat> um, the savviness of people who uh, say they want to go to a place like this. Because yes. it's new and shiny. Yes. But they just assume, because it's barbecue and seafood, that it's going to have traditional barbecue seafood stuff even though the tagline says explicitly 
not your typical barbecue place. And, oh, and so those people are probably going to go there and be like, wait a minute, I can't get hog jowls and chitlins here? Where's the pork and beans? Yeah. God damn it, I just wanted some basic ribs and pork and beans. Is that, is that spearmint on my potato salad? Kami. <laughs> What's this, German potato salad? <laughs> What the hell? What, you got a Nazi back there making yeah, yeah, this yeah. stuff? But they do have a giant wall of whiskey and bourbon. Like, really? I, I think I think the Cove. Well, the Cove's got a bigger selection than anybody. But I think it's going to be like second only to the Cove. Wow. Yeah. That's so, pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, so of, needless to say, yeah. oh, I haven't even been there yet. They opened yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday. It, you liked yeah, it? They opened Tuesday. I haven't been there yet. I'm going to go out on a limb and say big fan. Okay. The other thing is, if a restaurant opens, uh, let's say on a on a on a Tuesday mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in Baton Rouge, mm-hmm. and you want to go that weekend, mm-hmm. you and, and there's getting a lot of publicity, and the chef is known, and and a lot of publicity about it. Uh, expect a lot of people because Baton Rouge, if nothing else, is known for falling in love, being infatuated with the ooh shiny. Am I right? They are. So, and just new yeah. shit. Just anything, you know. Yeah. So you're not going to be the only motherfucker going to check this place out. That's, yeah, that's why I'm going to wait a few weeks. Precisely. You're going to be the first person to go see a movie uh, that everybody wants to go see. You're going to be waiting in line. You're going to have a hard time getting tickets. Same thing with restaurants like this. But at least, at least, if, you, if you're going to tell somebody, yeah, I want to go to this place to get, uh, I, wanna, and, I just want to have a dish of X and Y, maybe... Maybe you gotta look at that menu online look first. At, yeah, they have a Facebook page. And an check Instagram. out their Facebook page. I'd tell you their and, name, and, except I didn't get invited to the soft opening. Nah. Uh, so I, I, I knew fucking everybody at the soft opening, mm-hmm. but I didn't get invited. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say the name of BRQ. Shit. Yeah. And I, and I don't want to say that uh, this person, people that do that, aren't savvy, but. Sometimes these people also uh, vote for Donald Trump and and shop and, and watch a lot of QVC. I don't know, but they. I don't. I don't know what that means. No, I just know. I just know a lot of the foodie people that went to the soft opening and said it was ridiculously amazing, and I'm super jealous that See, I didn't get and, to go. And, and what are those people going to do? They're going to go chat about it, right? They're yes. going to go talk it up. Yes. So guess what's going to happen this weekend? I'm going to be able to get into you, any other place easily. Precisely. <laughs> You're gonna have a three-hour wait to get in this place because they had a soft opening and good, man. I fucking they hope had that. People, I hope. They had all the influential people come and check it out, and it was great. So all those influencers are out on social media, and, and you know what? I, you up. know what I want? I want that. Like literally, yeah. I want. I want them to have a line out the door for the next month. Yeah, and then I want it to just get to like normal busyness, and then I can go. Mm-hmm. But I want them to succeed because then other people will come into Baton Rouge, and they will make Baton Rouge succeed some more. Right, and then we can bring shit back. Right, and I'm not saying don't go this weekend. Just saying, temper ex- your expectations. Ex- expect a line. Just like we had heard good things about South Fin Southern Poke over mm. ridiculous, which is re. Yeah. God damn ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, so I saw... I didn't I, even I, know what Pokey was. Yeah. Poke? I had I read I about it. And I knew Stephen Hightower, who's with Southern, with City Pork. I knew Stephen. I've been knowing him for a while. Great guy. And your CBO is one of Jay's best friends, yeah. and he was at City Pork. No, I, said, I said, these guys know what the fuck they're doing. So they have a reputation in town of, of knowing how to do stuff. And so 
we, we saw that they had they were getting ready to open up. I went to the Facebook page. I was like, I'm asking the wife, do you want to go check it out? Well, it wasn't even open that weekend. And then another time we went, we wanted to go, but they were closed because it was late. They only opened until like 8.30 at right, night or something right. like that. They're not a, it's, it's just basically, you know, it's right. nothing. But the food is phenomenal. Yeah. And it's... so we decided I was on that end of town and we were looking for a place to go to lunch. We said, hey, let's go to South Bend. Southern Poke. And it just so happened that the advocate had the write-up that it was a Friday Uh-oh. and it was in that Friday's paper. I said, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I know it's going to be a long line. Sure as shit, the line was literally out the door. Yeah. We waited in line outside for about 20 minutes before getting inside and waiting in line for another yeah. 10 minutes try, try, so we could order. I was going to say, try, try going to District Donuts at 7 in the morning. So I've heard good things about them. <laughs> yeah, amazing donuts. Fucking amazing donuts. Yeah. You're going to wait. You're going to wait. You go wait, yeah. son. And so, it, but, it it might actually be quicker to just drive down to New Orleans and go yeah. to the original one on Magazine Street right now. Yeah, but we knew it was going to be a long line, and uh, we, it, we weren't in a big hurry. So we said, "Hey, we're here. We know it's going to be a long line. We'll do it. Let's. Do, we're on this end of town. Let's try." And it was worth the wait. It was yeah, well worth the is. wait. The line was deservedly out the door. But I'm just saying, educate yourself. If just because a place opens up, don't walk in just assuming shit. Yeah. Because this is the age when it ain't all Sonny's barbecue. It ain't all Sonny's barbecue. You which want, Jesus Christ, they're going to be opening again in a few months. Finally, after the flood, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. But yeah, so if you want just like some good brisket and potato salad, take your ass over to, to Smoking Aces. Yeah. If it's good enough for fucking Mark Zuckerberg when he's in Baton Rouge, yeah. might be good enough for you. Look, until Sonny's Barbecue opens again, if you want good brisket and, and baked beans, uh, go to the fucking Whole Foods. Really? And go to their little meat counter in the back where you can get you can get like a little box lunch. Mm-hmm. Fucking the brisket at Whole Foods is amazing. Mm. If you just want to get like some pre-cut, pre-cooked brisket to bring home and, and eat, yeah. motherfucker. And whenever you go in there... And you just make sure you tell them, hey, 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 you, you leave that skin and fat on there for me. Leave, leave all that fat and Leave gristle. that organic, yeah. non-GMO yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fucking, stuff, skin on there. I'm, I'm not a fucking rookie, sir. I need a half pound of brisket, and I need you to fucking not cut that bark off of it. Nice. It is ridiculous. Mm. And, it, like, the grease is, there's so much grease, it will eat through, like, the plastic container almost. Really? It's amazing, and their baked beans pretty fucking good. Okay, whole and foods. is it how, like it's Whole Foods? So like, how much more expensive is it than your regular barbecue uh, place up there? If you go at lunch, you get like a meat and two sides for like seven ninety nine or eight ninety nine. That ain't bad. Yeah, yeah, and, and and there's there's always like they'll have like a daily special like oh if you get the two meat you get a dollar off or whatever. Nice. It's it's not, it's reasonable. Get extra meat to piss off the yeah. vegans. It's about the only thing that's reasonable in there. Like I love the soup at Whole Foods, but Jesus, four bucks for the small container. Sorry, bro. Somebody posted a picture of the uh, the Magpie Cafe, a dish from Magpie Cafe over on Laurel Street, which mm-hmm. is the place to go if you're a vegan or veg- vegetarian or really healthy, organic, non-GMO. But this plate was very moderately sized, and it was all just veggies and stuff. Twelve dollars. Jesus. $12. I've never had their food. I've had their coffee. They do have some good coffee. Okay. Uh, okay. If we're going to be talking food, All right. uh, I will go the opposite way and give you a bargain. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so Sunday, we wanted Jambalaya Shop. 
But for some reason, Jambalaya shop closed like four o'clock on Sunday. Like, what? Four in the afternoon? Yeah. I'm surprised they were open at all on Sundays. Yeah. Why would you open at all if you're going to close at four o'clock? Like, you can't even go get dinner there. Yeah. So, what are you, Mary Lee? Yeah. So, the options were uh, Portobello's, which has amazing chicken and sausage gumbo. Yeah. Or uh, just find somewhere else. And I was like, oh, I forgot about rice and roux. Yeah. On O'Neill across from the Walmart in that little plaza uh, right across. Yeah, rice and roux. Yeah, rice and roux. You're thinking of boiling roux. I'm thinking of boiling roux because they had the, the, yeah. the their truck in front of the gym uh, yeah. yesterday. Over. But rice and roux, it's in that little strip mall across the street from Walmart on O'Neill. I know what you're talking about. I, I kind of fucking, I, I was like, she wanted jambalaya in a small gumbo. So I was like, all right, jambalaya, small gumbo. Like, and you know what? Just give me the large gumbo because I was just going to eat gumbo. Yeah. It's, it's like a fucking 32 ounce, like this size of this 32 ounce 32 drink ounce cup. Drink cup, yeah. Full of gumbo for the large. And really? there's no rice in there either. You get a rocks glass container full of rice. Full of rice. Wow. It was like eight bucks. Holy shit! I got I got I got enough jambalaya to make three meals out of. Uh, Jesus! A small gumbo and a large gumbo for like twenty four bucks. I was like, "Are you sure? It's all on there, sure? right?" Yeah, yeah. And I got rolls and sides too. Yeah. All right. All right. Nice. And I don't have to put on a ski mask for this. <laughs> <laughs> now, granted, I still say jambalaya shops got the best chicken and sausage gumbo in this city. Hmm. Uh. But this is right up there at the top. So okay. if you like chicken and sausage gumbo, I understand it's summer. It's gumbo weather. It is. <laughs> it's June in Baton Rouge. It's gumbo it's weather. It's gumbo weather. Yeah. The kids are out from school. They're out there. You know, they help cut the grass, refresh them. Can they later? I know. Uh, give them, when they're finished cutting the grass and doing all the <laughs> yard work outside, and they're nice and hot and sweaty. Nice bowl of warm A gumbo. Hot, steaming gumbo. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could eat gumbo all year, though. I don't give a fuck. That's like, oh, it's got to be cold eat chili and gumbo. The fuck it does. <laughs> the fuck it does. I can go for some good gumbo and chili. You know what oh. I have in my house? Air conditioning. <laughs> I can put that shit on 65 if it's an issue. Goddamn right. Goddamn right. Um, you want to talk about Clay Higgins? I don't know who he is, but you said something about him, so feel free. So Clay Higgins is a congressman I'll pretend now. that I know what I'm doing. You've seen the videos of him. You know, the, the reason he became he's now in Congress... Is two years ago hardly anybody knew who the fuck he was. Is this Gary Chambers? Mm, no, he's pretty much the opposite of Gary okay, Chambers. Okay, good. Clay Higgins, you're thinking of uh, Clay Young, uh, who is not Gary Chambers. He's the opposite of Clay, Gary Chambers, except in one obvious way. Anyway, Clay Higgins. He's Clay the Young guy. is a radio guy, right? No. He's a, he was a, a YouTube star. He did the so, Crime Stopper videos so for St. Landry. who's on first? Uh, I was just going to see how many... The World Health Organization. I was just going to try and see like how many different names I could chain together, but <laughs> you realize really quick that you run out of clays you after two. Clay Pigeon? <laughs> yeah. Paul! Go fuck, go fuck yourself. <laughs> clay Pigeon, piece of shit. So, yeah. So, Clay Higgins... You've seen him. He became famous because he was the PIO, the public information officer for St. Landry Parish Sheriff's Department. And he did oh, the yeah, viral yeah. crime yeah, stopper yeah. videos 
where he did the full uniform yeah. with the smoky hat. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. listen to me, son. You've ruined your life. We're coming to get you. We're coming to get you. Okay. Turn yourself in. After this, I'm going to go in there and have a cheeseburger with fries and a Coke and leave a nice tip for the waitress. Unless it's my ex-wife, because I've already given that bitch enough money and child support. Um, I remember that now. So he goes viral, and with with no small help from uh, Jimmy Fallon of all people, Jimmy oh, Fallon yeah, yeah. they found they kept him it and up they posted it, and then and Jimmy Fallon said, "Hey, that guy should run for president." And you thought and Fallon said, zhuzhing, slow down. You, you, you thought you thought Fallon zhuzhing, uh, Trump's hair was a big deal. Anyway. Less than two years later, the guy's in Congress. Like, a year and a half later, the motherfucker beat Angel, Scott Angel, with 58% of the vote. And I'm supposed to give these people 17 more cents a gallon, right? That's, that's, that's what you're telling me I need to do? Sure. That's the smart thing? Now, before he got elected, uh, he, was, he always, it was always Captain Clay Higgins. Captain Clay Higgins. That was his persona and everything. Well, along the way, he was no longer a captain, but he still called himself a captain. Uh, he said he resigned. The sheriff said he was fired. It's a matter of perspective, really. Yeah, it depends uh, on who said. It's it's like me and my ex. We broke up because we just had a difference of opinion. I thought she shouldn't be fucking other guys. She thought it was okay to fuck other right, guys. Exactly. Yeah, it's just minor differences. Yeah, minor minor differences. And so Clay Higgins won pretty handily the the runoff against Scott Angel, and he. Uh, is now a congressman. He took uh, Bustani's place because Bustani decided to run for Senate. How'd that, how'd that work out for uh, him? Not very well. And uh, so... And Bustani on his ass. Yeah. And that doesn't even make sense. So Clay Higgins is in Congress. Clay Higgins uh, Sunday posted uh, a rant about Islamic, radicalized Islamic suspects. Not terrorists. Suspects. Suspects. And he proceeded to say, kill them all. Kill them. Round them up. Kill them all. Kill my landlord. Kill my landlord. C-I-L-L. Kill my landlord. I'm going to get me a shotgun and kill all the whiteys I see. Yeah. So here's a former law enforcement guy, famous, one of the most famous cops in America, the Cajun John Wayne, uh, as they call him. Even though he's not Cajun. He's from New Orleans. And he's not Cajun. He's admittedly not Cajun. Uh, calling for the uh, extrajudicial execution of suspects. But let me ask you this. Yeah. Are they Muslim terrorists? Okay, what's, they're suspects. He just said suspects. What's a suspect? I suspect that guy's a terrorist. All right, let's kill him. Who, by, by whose definition? But in their defense, somebody, uh-huh. Muslim terrorists. Okay, it's up. To, how do you define that? So we're we're advocating for killing suspects. I now. mean, we're, I mean, you you can look at you can look at him and you could tell, oh, he's a terrorist suspect. All right. Hey, look. People say I look Lebanese or Middle Eastern or Turkish or something like that. And, I say the wrong thing. I guess I'm a Muslim terrorist. I'm radicalized. I am pretty radical, you know. Mm. Yeah. Muslim terrorists wouldn't wear those clothes. <laughs> no, but I'm trying to blend in. I'm part of the sleeper cell, right? Mm. No? They, they don't shop at the places you shop. No. They have taste. They don't go to they, Costco. They, got, they, they don't get that, their clothes at Costco. They got that Saudi money backing them up. 
I mean Iranian money because the Saudis are our friends. They're good folk. The the Saudis didn't have anything to do with 9-11, goddammit. Those are good folk. No, that was, that was the government did that. There was oh, there was oh. no there's no such thing as terrorists. Oh, that's right. That's we, right. We that's made right. that it was, up. it was all it was all Bush. It, it, it was all inside job. That's right. It was, God damn it. But Never. I mean, you know what they mean when they say Muslim terrorists. You know, mm. you know, you know the people they're talking so, about. So so anyway, um, he uh, he uh, he got criticized by a guy online. He uh, he has a he has a habit apparently, and I'd say it's a habit because he's done it more than once. Um, you know, he's famous. For he's going a nun. He's got a habit. It's the mm-hmm. nun, the nun outfit nice. is the habit. Nice, I like that. Uh, Not to be confused with a hobbit. <laughs> no. So uh, he, uh, if you if you go on his congressional page, his official congressional page, and like really, really insult him, there's a good chance he's going to respond uh, with obliquely uh, threatening you, but not not explicitly threatening you, but kind of like. He's, it sounds like he's threatening you, but he does it in a way of like pseudo intellectual, antiquated language. Are we sure it's to, not an to, intern then? No, it's not an intern. It's him. So this guy Heath Ducey posted on <laughs> Congressman Clay Higgins. He's a uh, we we. I hosted Jim Inkster show yesterday, and Stephanie Grace and I were going Main back dropper. and forth. Yeah, it, we we were going back and forth. If we're going to call him. Congressman Captain Clay Higgins or Captain Congressman? I like Captain Congressman. It's like he should carry a club around and go like Captain Caveman. Captain Congress, he's a hero. Yeah. Gonna take the terrorists down to zero. <laughs> That's the Captain Planet theme song. I like that. So uh, Heath Ducey from Lake Charles. Earth, which is wind, in- fire, water, Jesus. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Lake Charles is in the district. This is what Heath Ducey posted. Uh, to Clay Clay Higgins' congressional Facebook page. He says, You are a sexist, egotistical, lying, hypocritical, homophobic, xenophobic, morally corrupt, racist, pig, dog bastard. Huh. Now, he did use the word pig in referring to a guy who's famous for being a former cop. When asked about that, he said, I was using that to refer to the fact that he owes $140,000 in child support payment. And... That's a fact. That's that's a known part of the record because there's a re- there's a recording of him telling his ex-wife that uh, once he got elected to Congress, he was going to be able to pay back the hundred forty thousand dollars in child support. Does he does he keep calling his wife a Muslim terrorist by any chance? I hey, that's not a does, bad. Does thing. he say, does he say I think I think my ex-wife is a suspected Muslim terrorist? Yeah. He's he's meeting with his ex-wife to give the child support. Gun, gun. He's reaching. He's reaching. She's reaching. Um, so he replies, surely you can do better than that. I suggest, good sir, that you continue your diatribe in person. Let's see how that works out. Courageous as you are on Facebook, Captain Clay Higgins. Ooh, why didn't you just call him a fucking keyboard warrior? Yeah. So there's that. Uh, again, yeah. I will play devil's advocate here. Yeah. So now he is a senator. And what are lots of politicians? Lawyers. Lawyers. And what do they call lawyers in old England? Barristers. Barrister. Does he wear a powdered wig whenever he challenges these people to the Marcus of Queensbury rules? Sir, I will slap you with my glove. Wait. I will meet you at high noon, sir, in the field behind Potter's Farm. Wait, it gets better. In Is May. this where he gets real English with it? Oh, yeah. Oh, seriously. 
So this, uh, this woman, Katie Richard, uh, last month, May 25th, she posted, um, this was in response to a video of some shit. Anyway. Katie, was she a massage therapist? No. Uh, she said, what a load of horse shit. You are the exact kind of man that is horrible for our country. This is Mm. sensationalism and just a cheap tactic to appeal to uneducated voters. You are disgusting, just like Trump. He responds. Tolerance is what that is. Yeah. Oh, and his spokesperson has said, has verified, yes, this is the, his personal account. This is, this exchange actually happened. This is his response. Which makes me aspire to your eventual absence, dear lassie. Cowardly lot ye are, ye and your ilk. In my face, then, don't sing it, bring it. I suggest you employ help, though. Else it not end well, loud and obnoxious as you are. a fucking stroke while he's writing this? Insulated by social media. In person, you'd be quite absent, would you not? Fuck. I want to start a recall petition against this guy based solely on his Facebook. Yes. Yeah. He might as well just put, like, Coveve on there. <laughs> he should have. I mean, seriously. Motherfucker, you're talking about eating a cheeseburger and fries and a Coke and tipping the waitress in front of a damn, in front of Stelly's, telling people to turn themselves in and acting all tough. Like, and who the fuck is going to challenge you? Good day you? to you, sir. You're, you're known for holding your gun the entire time you're talking, and you're surrounded by, I don't know, 50 fucking law enforcement officers while you're talking shit to the Gremlins gang, holding a semi-automatic rifle, and then he says, Oh, you don't like what I'm saying? I'm easy to find. He says this on the, on the fucking Gremlins gang. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Who ain't going to talk shit to the Gremlins gang? Like? Well, this is true. He he in in his defense he filmed that video like three in the afternoon, so you know it wasn't after midnight so it wasn't a problem that's yet. That's right. That's right. It, it was a dry season so no, no rain. Yeah. So there's that, and then there is other stuff about this guy that I don't I, even have I, to. I don't I, even have to know the rest. Just just oh, the no, fact no, that wouldn't. he fucking that he fucking types like he's having a stroke in 1754. <laughs> Yeah. Did he end the post? I said good day, ma'am. I said good day. <laughs> yeah. Man, what a fucking douche. <laughs> I like that. So this is, I cannot confirm this, but this is from. But can you deny it? I cannot deny it neither. A friend of mine, a co-conspirator of mine, nay. Uh, he's, he said that, uh, and he's over in the Acadiana area. I say nay, nay. <laughs> it is not a big secret that, um. Clay Higgins and his wife ran in. This is allegedly, according to us. Please tell me swinger circles. Yes. What? Because. Now, what's a word? What's a word? What's a pejorative that's now very common for uh, uh, people that conservatives, ultra conservatives, uh, the alt-right, don't like? Oh, cuckolds. Cuck. Oh, really? I just... (laughs) Well, Just fucking, I was, I was trying to think guess, of something filthy guess, to say. Guess, guess what, uh, allegedly, Captain Congressman Clay Higgins used to be into, at least before they found Jesus. According to those that are familiar with the swinger circle in Acadiana. Is Jesus a Mexican suspected terrorist? Probably. His, his wife found Jesus? His wife found Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. On the lawn service? Oh, Jesus is... 
Oh, she found Jesus and she took Jesus into her something. Bosom. And other places. The bosom was later. I think he came and, on her and tits. And Jose and Javier yeah. and Raul. Yeah, he t- she took Jesus into her bosom because he, he cummed on her tits. Yeah. And just, and, uh, all 12 disciples at once. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, because this, and again, again, this is, the, this is the story I'm getting from people apparently in the know, from the Acadiana area, who know people in the swinger scene. Yes, a friend of a friend of a friend, but this is apparently no small secret. Just go to, the, go to Acadiana and look. I don't know how you find swingers, but they're out there. And just ask them, and they'll tell you that, yeah, uh, this guy. That's their code word to get into the club is, is Captain Clay. Yeah, the word is, allegedly, uh, he uh, has trouble... Rising to the occasion. I, I wouldn't. That's fucking terrible. I'd never assume that about any and, man. And ju- and and enjoys watching. Well, enjoys watching. I mean, the uh, taking the wife taking Jesus and another one and other and other disciples stop is what you should stop. <laughs> we all get it. All right. I'm picking up what you're laying down. So. Picking it up. Good. So. Uh, Let's let's change the subject. You you want to talk about Tesla? Not not the band. Come on, man! It's signs, huh? There's signs, signs everywhere. Signs fucking up the scenery, breaking my mind. Do this, Is don't that, do that. Can't you read the signs? Yeah, it's fucking Tesla. Well, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know what kind of sign you're not gonna find in uh, in Louisiana? Uh, a Tesla Tesla sign. Motors. Tesla Motor sign, because uh, Louisiana law they've uh, enacted, they've reinforced basically the law that says that Louis the law that automakers. Uh, cannot sell directly to the people in Louisiana. They're very protective of the automotive industry. And they that call they, that the Price LeBlanc rule. Yeah, the Price LeBlanc industry is uh, the lobby. The Price Le, the sausage industry, the yeah. sausage lobby. It's the it's it's the country sausage darling lobby that they they they're they're, they're protecting the business model that you if you're going to sell cars in Louisiana through a dealership, you have to do it through an independent dealership, not a company owned dealership. Yeah. Like, and like Chevrolet can't open their own Chevrolet store. Ford can't sell by, with Ford dealerships. It's got to be an independent dealership. Oh, but you can go to the Apple store and buy stuff at the Apple store. You can go to any store. They have company stores out there, and they sell their own personal stuff. Yes. But no, cars are special. Cars are, cars are special, Sonny, in Louisiana. Uh, you, people in this country... You can't. Our, people in Louisiana are too dumb to go buy a car from a company-owned dealership, but they're smart enough to go buy a car at an independent dealership because those yeah. people there live here. Wait a minute, the people at the other dealership do as well. I don't know. What, what, what about it like create, it creates jobs? And, what, and, what about CarMax? That's a national chain. Just for th- no, I mean, sure, it's used cars. Yeah. It's used cars, but all they it's just a national chain that sells used cars. Like their whole business is we only sell used cars. Right. That seems like the same thing. Right. So and and it was passed by the legislature and the governor signed it yesterday. Of course he um, did. And that's your fucking people right there. That's your people. Oh, I'm sorry. All the Democrats in the legislature voted for it. I, oh, I, oh, that's right. It's ran by Republicans. I, I mean, I mean, the one guy who could have just not signed it. Yeah. Oh, I know. 
I mean, it's all it's all of them. But it it, it the the governor doesn't pass the fucking bills. He just signs the bitches. He so, did fucking he pass signed, it. He signed it. He signed it. He was he he could have single handedly been like, "This is the dumbest oh, fucking thing I've ever heard." The uh, it was uh, they Senate didn't have Bill, Senate Bill one hundred seven by Senator Mac Bodie White, Republican Baton Rouge. Uh, I, A.K.A. the uh, the architect of St. George. They didn't have enough votes to. They didn't have a two thirds majority, so they couldn't have fucking over. They couldn't have overrode the governor. All he had to say is, "This is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard." But instead, he was like, "Sure, okay. Yeah, we can't. We can't have a Chevrolet dealership selling Chevrolets and Tes- Tesla. What is that? What? Who is, who is that the guy trying to fuck up uh, my light bulbs? He yeah. tried to give me them crazy European I light like bulbs. I like Tesla. He made he he made he made uh, Edison look bad. He gave me them funny plugs. I like Thomas Jefferson with that DC stuff. Get out of here with that AC shit. Me and my wife is DC all the way. All the way. Not like them swingers out in Acadia. Mm, that's exactly right. Mm. Two bills aimed at strengthening Louisiana laws restricting manufacture to consumer auto sales made their way through the legislative process quietly until Tesla began an online campaign against the efforts late last month. Uh, Senate Bill 107, which like House Bill 167, strengthens existing laws restricting auto manufacturers from selling vehicles directly to consumers. Uh, the State Auto Dealers Association calls the law a win for the long-held practice of manufacturers selling vehicles through dealers. Tesla, which recently became the most valuable U.S. automaker, slammed the legislation as a move by special interests to stop it from expanding into Louisiana. Tesla it, wants to invest tens of millions of dollars in Louisiana, add hundreds of jobs, and make significant contributions to local and state tax revenue. All we're asking is the right to serve our, our, our customers here, a Tesla spokesperson said. And this same motherfucker wants me to pay another 17  cents per gallon of gas. Well, this dude's trying to bring what? jobs if and you industry buy a Tesla, here. You ain't gonna pay a dick in the gas tax because it don't run on gas. Guess what? I wouldn't be buying a Tesla anyway. I can't afford it. Uh, so, and, and I'm sure there's a big tax on natural gas. Uh, basically, you have to be a senator in Louisiana making millions to be able to afford one. So. That's what it is. They shot down the gas tax, and they're keeping out Tesla because what makes Louisiana tick? Oil and gas. I mean... Oil and gas, baby. Oh, and by the way, we have the second worst economy na- in the state. Natural gas. Hmm? Second worst economy in the state? In the uh, Second worst economy in the, in the country. Yeah, we also, we're also 15th in education, which yeah. proves what you just said. Yeah, exactly. We yeah. got the second worst economy in this state. Louisiana is the second yeah. worst state in this state. Yeah. Only famous. thing worse than Louisiana is West Louisiana. <laughs> South Louisiana. North Louisiana. The, uh, so, so we're 49th in economy? Yeah, I don't know who was last. Probably Mississippi. Uh, no, because... I don't know. I'm gonna say that's why that's why Puerto Rico should become a, a, a state because then, then we could be third we, to last. We'd be third to last. I'm gonna say West Virginia. I think West Virginia might be more hillbilly than probably, the South. Probably. Probably. Do we have an article? Can we look this up? Let's see here. I know Patrick Mulhern uh, posted it. He was all upset about it. I like was his he upset, idea. Was he upset because we're not last? Well, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, like I to shoot for. I saw it as a win that we were 49th, right? Like I, when when you when you said we were second to last, I was like, "Fuck yeah, we ain't Something we to not shoot for. we're not 50th." 
All right. Uh, Louisiana's economy ranks second worst among U.S. states and the District of Columbia. Oh, shit. And D.C.? And D.C., yeah. Oh, fuck. So we are 50th. Probably, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we're 50th out of 51. You got it. West Virginia ranked only better Woo! than West Virginia. The bottom, yeah. The bottom five also included Mississippi, Arkansas, and Oklahoma. Oklahoma? Really? Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. Uh, not so much Boomer Sooner. Not More like Bummer? More like Bummer. Yeah. So, oh, by the way, the, no, yeah, the job market is so bad, Bob Stoops left. Damn. Yeah, Bob Stoops is no longer coaching uh, at Oklahoma, did, apparently. Did he leave or did he get a... It's, well, it's a that's a Clay Higgins thing. Yeah. It depends on who you ask, apparently. Yeah. Oh, no. mm. So, yeah, we can't buy Teslas here, but... And, but hey, you can, you can go out of state and buy them and spend all your money in another state and yeah. pay taxes there for it and then bring it back and then here. Bring it back here and tear it up on the shitty roads yeah. because you're not going to pay any gas tax while you're here. Yeah. But I mean, you, he wouldn't pay gas tax anyway. You wouldn't pay any gas tax gas. anyway, but yeah. Natural gas, second biggest industry in Louisiana. No, we can't, we can't help you out. No. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. John, John, John Bell Edwards ought to be fucking ashamed of himself for signing that bill. Hmm. Not saying this, he's perfect. This this is why I would never fucking vote for a seventeen cent tax on anything. Because he's like, wait, wait, they want to make movies here? Fuck no, we ain't allowing that. Wait, they want to make cars here? Fuck no, we ain't allowing that. They want to sell cars here? Fuck no, we ain't allowing that. Small government. Oh, but you can't relocate here because you're not using independent dealerships for your cars. I'm sorry, you forgot a word. It's small-minded government. Oh, small-minded. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of small minds in government. That's for goddamn sure. Especially in this shithole. Yeah. Um, speaking of outrage at the government. All right. A couple of, a couple of instances. I'm going to do a news quiz, but we're not going to do that. So we have two. Uh, and today's advocate, actually, in the, uh, the little rail on the A2 page. There are two instances of people uh, demonstrating their displeasure with their local government in some rather unique ways. The first one, angry man releases bed bugs at city office. This is in Augusta, we, Maine. We need more of this. I don't, I don't even know this story, but we need more of this. A municipal office building in Maine has, re, has reopened after officials said a disgruntled man slammed a cup full of bed bugs on the counter, releasing about 100 of the pests. Augusta officials said exterminators are confident all the bed bugs were killed before the city center building reopened Monday. City Development Director Matt Nazar said a man came into the city's general assistance office on Friday seeking help with bed bugs at his apartment. Nazar said the, the apartment was already being sprayed and the man didn't qualify for assistance finding other housing. Nazar said the man told police he wanted the government workers to experience what he was experiencing. Nazar called it an extraordinary bit of misdirected anger. See, those people that he dropped the bed bugs on that are itching their asses off, itching right, their right. balls, are probably not the people involved in their in the decision. So it's like you were talking about. He should have said. He should have said, "Hey, is there, I, is there a supervisor here? Is there a supervisor here?" And so then I he can, fucking should have took the cup and acted like he sneezed and be like I'm through, and just fucking blew them all over him. <laughs> so. Like I got fucking bed bugs, my arms itching now. <laughs> but then you go a little bit across from Maine, you go to Michigan, Jackson, Michigan. Just, just a hop, skip, and a jump. Just a hop, skip, and a jump. Uh, the sit- skip is off the deck of the Edmund Fitzgerald underwater. <laughs> like a lake, lake Superior. Get you me. The the big s- lake. Big lake. They call it Gitchigumi. It's in. That's uh, Indian for superior. Yes. 
Uh, city rejects pennies for man's $270 fine. Listen to this. I've heard of people taking pennies out of protest. Ass pennies. Ass pennies. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm, I'm hoping he shoved them up his ass and he's like, here's ass, all, all ass pennies. A man who owes $270. You want to take a guess what he owed the $274? Um, uh, public urination. Trash in his yard. Mm. Oh, and by the way. Was uh, it his relatives? <laughs> yeah, they were just hanging out. They were just hanging the, out. It was a family picnic. The cop showed up and said, Jesus Christ, look at all the trash in this yard. It's like, and he was like, it's fucking Michigan. What do you expect? It's you know, just having a family outing right there in the yard. Look at all this trash <laughs> here. Finding you, sir. Oh, by the way, you're talking about urination in public? That'll get you choked to death at a Texas D. Yeah, that's now. what I suggested. And then Yahoo's are going to come and, and block your camera and tell you that you're going to go to jail for filming somebody choking somebody to death. And it looked like he was dry humping him, too. I'm not yeah. positive. but look. All while his deputy wife holds down an arm. She's yelling World Star, too. I don't know what that was about. Yeah, yeah. World Star! World Star! Um... A man who owes $270 for trash in his yard wants to pay with lots of pennies, but a Michigan city isn't taking the change. Brian McGonigal has tried to pay off his debt by making a series of $27 payments with 2,700 pennies. The, the Jackson City treasurer, however, has rejected the coins, telling him to put them in rolls. So these are just loose pennies. So, so... Please tell me he's going to take him to court. I hope so. It's 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 legal, it's tender. legal tender. It's legal fucking tender. It's legal tender, bitch. You can't turn it down. Yeah. You you can't just make up a rule suddenly. Oh, we only take rolled coins. Oh, you you, you know where that rule doesn't apply? America, motherfucker. America. America. That's right. Like e- even if the bank says, "Oh, we only take rolled coins." No, you don't, bitch. No, you don't. We can go to court over it because this is legal tender. It's legal tender. If I bring in $50, I don't have to bring you $50 in a bundle. Nope. Nope. Because fucking shit don't work like that. No. If I want to be a dick, guess what? I'm going to be a dick. And guess what? You're going to have to take it. Well, wait. it gets better. Uh, Randy Rosek said, it's not practical. This guy would come in every time at five minutes to five. Shit, yeah, I fucking love this guy. They close at five with a big sack full of change and balls. We're not authorized for overtime down here. Hey, sorry. Sorry, motherfucker. I don't get off work till 445. It takes me 10 minutes to get here. Sorry. That's right. I'm not authorized to leave work early. Guess what? That's right. I'm here, bitch. McGonagall said the unusual form of payment is his way of protesting the fine. He said he was penalized for having trash in his yard. Quote, I decided I would be just, I would be just penny ante as they were. You're damn right. My cousin was at my yard, and they want to find me. <laughs> oh, man. So... I love the, the which one is better, the bed bugs or the or the pennies? I like the pennies because like I, I was gonna say bed bugs until but he didn't ask for a supervisor. Uh and the penny guy, like I was like, all right, he's kind of a dick. He shows up with all these pennies. But then you're like, he shows up at four fifty five. Four fifty five with twenty seven hundred pennies. Ten and, times. And, ten in installments of ten. I was payments. gonna say, I was gonna say, look, at least, you know, if if he had showed up, 
if he had showed up with 270,000 pennies all at once. Oh, God, yeah. But, hey, then, you know, he just comes in with a wheelbarrow full of pennies and it's over. (laughs) But the 10 (laughs) equal payments... And just pull up every, to the counter, empty that sack. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. And what he really should do, like, is just come in and like the first one, there's like three pennies over, and he go and he ought to just come in and be like, look, I know you guys are fixing the clothes, you're gonna lock the door, so we'll just leave this up here, yeah, and you guys can count it out tomorrow, and then whenever they come in tomorrow and they count it out and there's three cents over. They have to fucking cut him a check <laughs> for three cents. And then the next one, you short it. It's only two sixty nine ninety nine. So then they can't take it. <laughs> so then you got to come in with another penny. Wow. And verify the count. Yeah. Holy crap. Mm. So yeah, bed bugs and pennies, man. And he's not, or he could be a real dick and just come in every day, two seventy, two dollars and seventy cents. Here you go. Oh yeah, just every day. Just every day, two hundred seventy pennies. Hey fellas. Here you go. You know, because they could probably count that out by five, but boy, they're gonna fucking hate you. They're just gonna hate you. God. But mm. Yeah. When I got to the line about four fifty, showing up at five to five. God. Yeah. That's the salt in the wound. Yeah, right there. I like that. I yeah. like this guy. Yeah. I like his moxie. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this has been fun. you have anything to add for the no, good I'm of the good. podcast? I'm good. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. I'm Jeremy White. Sunny Weathers. You've been listening. The dull set tones of Sunny Weathers. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. I'll tell Jim Inkster to get you to host for him next time. So, I told my bourbon story last week, right? Did you? Spilling the bourbon in my oh, car. Oh, spilling the bourbon yeah. in your car. Yeah, the cork exploded because you left yeah. it in the car when you thought you had so, taken it out. So, uh, does it still smell like it's th- it's blowing a point three? It, no, it's it's better now. I, okay. I don't. So un- until there's like a solid hot July day, I'm not gonna know if it's totally gone. Yeah. But I don't smell it in the car anymore. But that next morning, so whenever I left here on the podcast last week, I got a bottle of upholstery cleaner, like uh, I think it was Turtle Wax upholstery cleaner with the scrubber on the end of the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I used a whole bottle of it, a whole can, scrubbing and spraying, scrubbing and spraying. I used like half a bottle of Febreze. I left my windows down that night. Oh, yeah. I opened my door to go to the gym the next morning. One step out my door, and I'm probably 20 feet from my carport, uh-huh. and I could fucking smell bourbon. Holy crap. Yeah. So I haven't drank bourbon how since. Many, how many hobos were like Look, in your car they, trying to get in there, there and was get a, drunk? They, well, there was none actually in my car, but they did have a 55-gallon drum on fire in my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> they were all warming themselves around. But I, the Friday last week, I poured myself a glass of bourbon, and like it, I got about two inches from my mouth, and I was like, yeah. You know what? I just I fucking can't. <laughs> so I'm gonna try and force myself this weekend, because they say if you fall off a horse, you know you got to get right back on it. So I'm oh, you not. You haven't had any bourbon? No, since I, the explosion I, of bourbon. It it got close to my mouth and the the scent hit my lips and I just walked over to the sink and poured it out. No way. Uh, but I, I got you know I'm I'm gonna fight through it. 
I'm going to beat this thing. That is crazy. That is almost like the story is, you know, my dad used to smoke. Well, I haven't, I haven't tried it again since then. Oh, okay. Uh, but Is it just because the, you're, you're jilted by the, the fact you lost this $50 bottle of bourbon no, that somebody gave you? No, it's the smell. And my the smell, the smell is, is was so overwhelming. It's, it's better now. But so, so this morning I'm at the gym and I have my, I have my gloves on because uh, some of the dumbbells, it's like the rough cut diamond pattern, you know? Right, yeah. Uh, that'll... I, I, I don't care about having calluses, but the rougher ones will like actually cut into my calluses on mm-hmm. heavy weights. That's why you take some you take some cheap uh, razor blades, just cut them off, and just shave them. That's what well, I do. Well, eventually, eventually they'll come off on their own. But uh, but I have my gloves in the. I've washed them three times. Wow! And and they still smell. I, I was doing curls this morning. <laughs> oh boy! And I got you know I did one I did a curl and I got I got to the high point of it. And I could smell it, and I just fucking. Oh I, man! I set off the lunk alarm because <laughs> I just fucking dropped my dumbbells mid set. Somebody, did somebody report you? I was the only fucking person there. Oh, okay. I took. I just walked over to the trash can, took off my gloves, and fucking threw them right into the trash. I was like, oh. I can't fucking deal with this wow. anymore. That's why. You, but that's why you had a pleasant look on your face this morning with that self. Yeah, that's what it too. was. That's what it was. Yeah. I so look. That, I, I'm always smiling before I start. See, this, that kind of reminds me of the story. This happened before I was born, but my dad used to, used to smoke years and years ago before I was born. And, uh, but at the same time, he was, a, uh, he was a health freak. I mean, he was a, a clean freak, clean right. freak. And uh, so apparently uh, my mom uh, tried to hide his cigarettes from him in the oven. And he went and he turned on the oven like to put some biscuits in or something mm. and those cigarettes started to, to, to smoke they started to cigarette and it wasn't a pleasant smell and and so that broke him that that well that kind of broke him but then when he uh he, he didn't smoke for a, a while and then they went somewhere with some where people were smoking and then he could appreciate what they smelled like because he was mm-hmm. no longer smoking before it was just smoker and smoker. You can't smell the difference. See, I always knew the after smoke stunk. Yeah, but see, but, but then, still to this day, the smell of a fresh lit cigarette make my dick a yeah, little hard. But it'll grow a little bit. But you know, they he, they went somewhere and the people there had been smoking and he could smell what they smelled like. Mm. And once he realized what they smelled like, never touched a cigarette yeah. since. Yeah, it's 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 not pleasant. No. Speaking of, I can't. My fucking. Because of work recently, my 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 calendar, my internal calendar's all just fucking wrecked. I don't know what day anything is, and yeah, I do know that either next week. I actually said it was Wednesday yesterday when I was on the air. Next week or the week after is going to be my official ten years no of smoking. no smoking. Wow, I know, fucking still miss it, still miss it. Yeah, every now and then I'll come across an old picture of Sonny doing stand up and. Of send those, send those to you. Yeah, because you, you, you can't have a picture of me doing stand-up without a fucking cigarette in No, my hand. it's impossible. Ah. It's always the cigarette in Sonny's hand. And, and mm. ah, I'm so much happier when I smoked. Were you? Ah. My lungs were. Just <laughs> <laughs> wrap this shit. Yeah, all right. Let's go. We had a false ending earlier. So <laughs> this is the real one. I'm Jeremy White. Sonny White. You've been listening to the Red Stick Podcast. Smoke a red for me, folks.
Uwudanuru 